0: independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson.
1: We have some very important news. Buckingham Palace has just announced that Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II has died. She was 96 years old. The Queen died just a few moments ago, the announcements at Balmoral. She was the... Longest reigning monarch in British history and the world's oldest head of state. Her eldest son and heir, Charles, the former Prince of Wales, is now the king.
2: There you had it. Sky News as they brought it to you almost instantaneously. Queen Elizabeth passing today, age 96, uh, just a few months after her husband, uh, Prince Philip, passed away. The longest serving monarch British history. Second longest, I believe, in history, and a reign that will never, ever, ever be seen again. I will tell you, she was beloved. Her mother was beloved, uh, and this is this is a woman who kept the royal family together in times of turmoil. This is a woman who absolutely was a a rock. Uh, You know, earlier producer Anthony and I said it was we were talking about this because I did live for a decade. For those of you guys who knew the show, I lived for a decade in in Britain. And uh, it was, you know, the turbulence of the 90s with Princess Diana and the whole nine yards. uh, People wondering if the monarchy was even needed. But the the guidance of through, remember this, she was born years before World War II started. Think about that for a second years before she was an auxiliary uh like army mechanic i mean this 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 was a woman who had seen it all and she was absolutely beloved in so many ways five popes visited she went to build china in 1986 and in 94 she went to russia of course the famous meeting with reagan this was a woman who was absolutely beloved and and for the first time in 70 plus years god Save the king, because Prince Charles, people ask me today around here, what is it? Uh, what's the 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 situation like? You know, I said the minute that she passes, the moment she passes, he is king immediately and his reign will start and has started. They will do a ceremony uh, in several weeks but now it is about uh, remembering Elizabeth, what she meant to to the kingdom, to all of, of the, the the territories and the years that uh, she gave as a monarch. And let's be real, we'd all sign up for 96 years. I think that's true. 323 2, 3, 2423 At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. We'll have a lot more of this throughout the show. We do not have a queen. We do have a king. No. We have a, a duke. No. We have... Well, we have politicians. They're kind of our royalty, they'd like to think. They'd like to think. What they are is, in many cases, grifters and money leechers and uh, hyperbolist specialty that they they spin out there to continue to get you to vote for them so they can continue to stay in high places. All the while, what are they doing? read an article, uh, and a study came out of Brandeis University. 35% of Americans cannot afford... The basics week to week. 35%. That's ugly. Ugly is what that is. If 35% of Americans struggle to put the basic food, keep the lights on week in and week out, that is not a good situation. But yet here we are as we head into the midterms. And what was once inconceivable by many, not me, remember when I said, the Republicans will figure out a way to jack the pooch and screw this thing up and snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. And then usually the Democrats will turn around and, and, and figure out a way to do the exact same thing. The reality is, is there is a 15-point swing. In May, Republicans held a 12-point edge in May when it came to midterms. Now the Democrats hold a three-point edge. I'm sure there's, you know, you got the abortion. You've seen uh, gas prices come down, uh, Trump being in the news 24-7. and And let's not forget, now that we're heading to midterms, and this is something I don't hear a lot of people talking about, is so much of what we saw with with the, the battle was based on primaries. And once a lot of Trump's people got through, the worry on the right side of the aisle is, yeah, they won a primary against another Republican, but they're not going to win the general. Oh spoke yesterday with the former governor of Arizona Jan Brewer and she said you know uh, if this might be the best thing if 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 Trump gets blown out and she loves Trump but if his people get blown out this might be the signal that hey you know what it's okay to be yourself and 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 to 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 move away from The fear factor of always having to say something was stolen. You're even seeing some of that now. Dr. Oz said, I would have certified the election if I was a senator. You're seeing some of that now as some of them are trying to figure out, how do I position myself? But the reality is the Republicans need to get back to taking the conversation to the people about things that matter, not the... Trump, Miralago, the stolen election, the, you need to talk about the things that matter to every single person out there, which is the day-to-day living. And the fact that 35% of Americans can't meet their weekly needs when it comes to paying their bills and the basics, that is not good.
3: Last week, uh, President Biden gave a political speech, and then he lied to the American people and said it was a policy speech. If it had been a policy speech, he might have talked about some of the things that are keeping Americans awake at night. Never once did he say anything about inflation, gas, the border, crime, or our debt. Not a single word. No, the president shut his eyes to the pain that he has caused the American people. And then he looks down his nose at tens of millions of Americans who go to work and pay their taxes and who are being hurt by an economy that the president himself has undermined.
2: Some of that's very real. I mean, now we could differ in in policy and this and the other, but the reality is, is last week was not a policy speech that week ago. That was not. That was not. That was all about, once again, cementing, putting Trump on the ballot. And Trump has done a lot of that uh, himself by backing certain candidates and pushing certain things and people through and getting behind them. But what matters is, are you paying your bills? Can you afford to eat? Are you now putting things back at a higher rate of speed? Are you looking at your child and saying, hey, you know what? I know you need uh, uh, to, you know, I know you want to play on this team or, or do this music class or whatever it is. We just can't do it right now. Are you making choices? Those things are keeping people up at night, right? Paying partial bills or, 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 or avoiding phone calls. The, the the oversensitive, super reactionary media and realistically the, the, uh, many of the people that are out there who are more excited about what I call reality show politics than the actual day-to-day this is why if you're republicans and john barassa right there republican from Wyoming, he summed it up let's get out there and talk about the things you and if you're a republican you got to take that out there you got to take back the conversation and stop fighting for a guy that's not president and is not running and fight for the people stop doing all of the other things that have nothing to do with what's going on in people's day-to-day lives. That's that's it. Stop talking about 2020 that you can't change and focus on 2022 and the things you think you can do to put yourself back in power so you can help the American people.
3: Right? People are struggling to pay their bills to keep up, to make ends meet. People have had to cut back on lots of things in their lives. They've had to cut back on school supplies. They've had to cut back on back-to-school clothing for their kids. They feel pain every time they go to the gas station or the grocery store. The kitchen table is not full of food. It's full of a stack of bills and an empty checkbook. Food prices in the last year are up 13% across the United States. That's the fastest increase in food prices since 1979. Remind
2: people of that. Get out there. Take back the conversation. Remind people of that. Remind people of the things that you're seeing across the country with with progressive states like California having to do rolling blackouts and talking about, hey, we're moving to this kind of energy, and it's going to be fantastic, and it's green, and it's awesome, and it's incredible, and it's it's this amazing stuff. We're going to talk more about that later. And then all of a sudden, by the way, uh, don't use any of your energy. We don't have enough of it. Remind people that things are more expensive. Even as prices have come down, by the way, it has been a while since I've gotten gas out here. Because you guys know I live far away from in the Valley of the Dirt people. And the trek I make each and every day. But I've been, you know, it was off and then I was in California. And and very interesting. I put gas in today and I'm like, oh, gas has gone up like 18 cents. I think I paid $3.80 last week. 379, and I think it's it was like 398 or something, 397, something like that. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Think about Put those conversations. Get them back in focus and not focusing on a guy who is, again, I'm not saying anything negative or positive about Trump. I'm just saying at this moment in time, what matters is today. Yesterday can't be fixed. Tomorrow is going to come. But you've got to take care of right now. First and foremost. Control that conversation. Bring it back. Bring it back. What do people care about? Schools. Right? Economy. Inflation. The cost of living day to day. The can't find enough workers. Or worried about you. Bring those conversations back. Otherwise. It is going to be a surprise. And instead of the red tsunami, it may be a trickle. And if it's not a trickle, it may be a blue wave. And I'm telling you, you would have only yourself to blame. 323 538 2423. At Chad Benson, show us your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. This portion of the program is brought to you by Better Help. Better Help. H E L P. Your brain. Uh, therapy. It's good. It's not, you know, I think it used to be one of those things where people go, oh, it's therapy. It's, it's... No, it's good to talk to people. It's good to to have a conversation. Think of your brain as, as this muscle, this amazing thing, like an engine, and guess what? Every once in a while, you need to to, to reconfigure that engine, right, to, to, to give it a little breather, and that's where online therapy from BetterHelp can come in. Getting in to see somebody right now when it comes to therapy is virtually impossible in any real way 22 percent of adults were treated for for mental illness or stress in some way shape or form in 2021 that's where better comes along they said we've got a way of doing things that's great it's worked for my stepdaughter it has been incredible and it is something that i think everybody can take advantage of it's an easy online questionnaire within less than 48 hours you have a therapist that you're matched with you get video, phone, even live chat-only therapy options. So you'd have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. And the expense, it's not really an expense. Way more inexpensive than in-person therapy. Right now, get 10% off your first month. Go to BetterHelp.com Benson. That's BetterHelp.com slash Benson. To save 10% off your first month, BetterHelp.com Benson. Chad Benson Show.
4: Helen Keller is a Nazi terrorist that is a male. Is that what you're telling me right now? Yeah. Are you thinking of Hitler?
0: Who's Hitler? Vaccines work, but only the Chad Benson Show is 100% effective against stupidity.
3: Do you know what D-Day is? What? D-Day. In
0: person? A rapper? God, Karen, you are so stupid. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and wherever you find your favorite woke-free podcasts.
2: Stop, 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 stop.
0: This is the Chad Benson Show.
2: God, every time I hear that, I just shake my head and think, who the hell is that? And I'm sure somebody probably, I think they've already tried to, a younger generation doesn't believe anything about Helen Keller. They think she was fake, she was made up, none of that was true. (laughs) There's no way that lady did any of those things. Never. How do you do that without an app? I, I have no idea. How do you do that? Speaking of apps and stuff and whatnot, yesterday, Apple unveiled the iPhone 9000, which I'm just going to explain. There is no longer the going and, you know, out comes Tim Cook and, and, you know, he stands there and talks and. And they've got some stuff in the back and he turns and shows everybody no now it's all super produced and there's music and and it's all
5: the newest apple iphones will work off the grid when you're in an area without cell service or wi-fi if you find yourself in an emergency it will be able to connect to satellites to send text messages to 911 with your gps coordinates to get rescued the announcement made at the Apple event.
6: Emergency SOS via satellite.
5: Apple also unveiled an updated watch, AirPods Pro, and phones with better cameras, new sizes, and updated displays.
2: Woo! How about that? Not a lot. You know, it's about the same expense. Eh, you know, I, again, some people are Apple people, uh, and that's they, they live by that. Uh just crazy. That's all like, that's it, man. I'm getting in line today. And then other people are like, well, I'm just, you know, whatever. whatever. What's the best deal you have? I am uh, not afraid of technology. I'm not a technophobe. I love technology. I use it all day. The phone thing has never been really a huge deal, as long as I can send email and text and things like that. And the reason is simple because I don't really do, i I on my phone and I do a lot, but a lot of it's just basic stuff because I have my tablet and all the other stuff. And as far as like, you know, I'm an Apple man. Is what it is, you know, some people though they swear by it like it's it's a badge. I've got an iPhone, it's my badge. My badge says, I've got an iPhone, so I'm cooler than you. 323 2, 5, 3, 538 2423 at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter tweet at us, text the program, talk a little climate change, a lot of stuff to squeeze into. Tis the Chad Benson Show. Uh.
5: chad benson show
0: independent thoughts independent life this is chad benson
1: I think that you'll find that this is the most prepared man for this role in history. He is a man who's dedicated to duty. We've seen him on the world stage as a statesman leading the campaigns for uh, for climate change and really being a force for good. He effectively has been head of the Commonwealth um, and was actually in Rwanda recently representing Her Majesty. And we've sort of had a, a transitional, if you like, he's been a quasi king for some time.
2: Uh, yes, indeed, quasi king. That right there uh, is uh, Robert Johnson talking about what goes on now. King Charles is that King Charles the third. He has taken over the minute uh, that the Queen passed today. He became king of of the UK and its and its territories. Uh, so he was ready to roll, and he was. You know, a lot of people were wondering: would she never step down? She had opportunities. A lot of people thought she she was going to step down she did not step down he is now the king and uh you know it is uh you know it's one of those things where it, it, as one person says it's the end of an era
7: this is a very sad day it's a sad day for the nation and for all the commonwealth countries you know she's been such an integral part of our lives to millions of people around the world she's simply been the queen one of the most famous most recognizable women in the world she's queen a grandmother a great grandmother truly feels like it is an end of an era.
2: End of an era to Sidley. so Queen Elizabeth today, the second pass away, age ninety-six. We'll have more about uh that as we go on throughout the show. Three, two, three, five, three, eight, twenty-four, twenty-three. California doing what they do, you know, hopes, prayers, wackiness, lunacy. Uh they want everybody to know hey, you know what, guys? Uh we got a heat wave going on. And it's 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 never been this hot. Well, it was this hot, and I've lived in California a vast majority of my life. I live in Arizona now. It was hot this weekend. Uh, I remember times when it got into the one teens. You know, they broke a record in Northern California. It was 116. They broke a record from uh, that was 115 in two in 1925. Oh my god! Oh what? But California being California, it's it's climate change, right? Because it's a great thing. And so, you know, they come out with this big, hey, guess what, guys? We're going to get rid of everything and we're going to make sure everybody has electric cars. And we've been saying for how long on here? You guys, that's the dumbest thing in the world. You can't keep your power on now. You guys can't. You can't keep your power on now when it gets extreme, if you will, or warm, or there's just lots of usage So you expect everybody to get an electric car, and a few days afterwards you tell everybody, hey, you know what, Uh, if you guys could not plug your electric cars in, that'd be super. That would be uh, just super.
4: We recognize that we need to do more in terms of de-risking our transition to green energy. Don't think for a second uh, that we are not doing anything except accelerating I mentioned what we're doing on permitting and procurement, accelerating that transition to low-carbon, renewable sources of energy.
2: Yeah, well, accelerating is fantastic. But here's the reality of it. It isn't happening tomorrow. It is not going to. It has been a mess since I was a kid in California. These are nothing new. We've had, we used to call them brownouts, right? We used to call them, these have been, no, this, this is nothing new. The noise is louder, but this is nothing new. And even when I was a kid, yeah. you know, they really need to fix the grid. They need to do some of these things. Uh, uh, you know, they, they got to do something, right? But they never fix the grid. And it's always about, well, if we if we change this, and get everybody to go electric. We get, it's never about, maybe, just maybe, if we fix the problem, which is our grid is, is is really antiquated and busted up. And maybe if we modernized it, we wouldn't be in this situation. But they don't. It's never about that. It's always about, well, if we did this, and we got greener, we got more windmills, right? Oh my God, what's over here? It's a box of
4: hope. That should power everything. California and many other Western states are experiencing simply unprecedented temperatures. In fact, this heat wave is on track to be both the hottest and the longest on record for the state and many parts of the West for the month of September. Californians, you've stepped up to help in a big way to keep the lights on so far. We're heading to the worst part of this heat wave and the risk for outages is real and it's immediate. These triple digit temperatures throughout much of our state are are leading, not surprisingly, to record demand on the energy grid.
2: Oh, my God. Should we fix the grid? No, let's not. Let's make it let's make us more dependent upon the grid. It's silliness. It's wackiness. It's California.
7: First, of all, it took us 40 years ago from coal and natural gas. These transitions don't take place overnight. We have a group of people in politics today who have really no sense of history. Democrats have to understand we cannot switch to a, which I think everyone would love a cleaner economy, a cleaner energy economy. I don't think anyone's against that. We can't get there overnight. We're posturally in a war in Europe right. because of energy. We've got to figure out how we get together on in understanding history in recognizing that we all want the same thing, but we're not going to get there if we if we die now trying to get there. Yeah. Harold Ford, Jr.
2: Foreign rep in the House, Democrat. He's right. And why it matters for everybody else is because California is one of those places where it's seen as once they start to do something, the momentum for it to go is massive. It is. It's massive. But green is unreliable. Green itself is at times far more expensive. It is not something that we should do overnight. Well, we're going to eventually have to do it. Well, when we get to the point where it's 70, 80, 90% and we're feeling it, that's one thing. When it's 9%,
8: 12%, eh. Energy prices going from record to record. Energy prices are doubling, tripling. Straining the
4: pocketbooks of struggling American families.
8: Worse, some places are running out of power.
4: We could soon see the worst worldwide energy crisis since the
8: 1970s. A big reason? The world's attempt to switch to cleaner, renewable energy. We are going to get rid of fossil fuels. We'll replace fossil fuels, we're told, with solar. And wind power. We can't wait any longer. Yeah,
2: that all sounds great. Solar, winder, all of those things sound fantastic. Greener energy. Nuclear is always left out of it, even though it's the absolute best thing possible. We always leave nuclear out because we know how to dispose of it. Oh, but it's it's silly. But you want to try all these other things. They sound fantastic. Great green. Who doesn't want a greener energy? Who doesn't? Who doesn't want to keep our money at home and not give it to people who hate us. We can do that by drilling and being more energy independent. We could do those things while we transition.
8: We do like renewable energy.
0: You said you have solar panels on your rooftop. I do. How is that experience going for you?
8: Half the time they don't work in the winter when the sun is low. I get nothing from them. Right. What kind of energy solution is that? Sunshine and wind are... Are not always available. That's the problem with renewables. When you invest in them, you're not replacing
6: coal plants. You're not replacing gas plants because at any given time, the sun can go near zero.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. How do we merge the two? A lot of talk about it. We're going to talk about. It. I, I want to get deeper into this. Talk a bit more about this because I think we need to 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 understand that this is a nightmare right now and we need to be in the forefront of clean energy absolutely at the same time we need to be in the forefront of taking the energy we have drilling for it doing the best we can for the environment while also keeping us moving forward oh and by the way green energy big business don't forget about that 323-538-2423 323 5, 3, 538 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter, tweet at us, text to program, Raycon Pastor Buds Around. You will love your Raycons. I wear mine every single day. Uh when I'm editing, uh listening to podcasts, whatever it is that I'm doing. Uh I just love, love, love to wear them uh when I'm doing things that well, because I'm a pretty active, dude, at least tried to be. And for me, I don't like things, you know, the the so many of those other, you know, earbuds out there and all these things, they just they bug me. Raycons don't. I don't even feel them in my ears. Tons of different modes to play with for sound, whether it's the awareness mode, the isolation mode, and it's got a price point that's amazing. Well under 100 bucks and you're going to save an extra 15%. 49,000 five-star reviews. Are you ready for this, kids? Eight hours of talk time, 32 hours of battery life. Just the best look, feel. It's awesome. Get your Raycons now. Save an extra just for you guys. Go to buyraycon.com slash chad. Buyraycon.com slash chad. Buyraycon.com slash chad. We're going to talk more about this insanity. uh, And Stossel, I think, lays it out pretty well as we try to transition from fossil fuels to green energy. How do we do it in a real way? And also, look at what happens... When you become beholden to somebody, think Russia. Discuss that straight ahead. Chad Benson Show.
7: Welcome to Chad. Chad.
0: No, not the country. The institution. The Chad Benson
4: Show. Everyone has to do their part to help. Step up, individuals, the state, industries, business, all doing their part to help reduce strain on the grid. Now here's specifically what you can do. Pre-cool your home. Run your air conditioning earlier in the day when more power is available. Close your windows and blinds to keep your home cool as well. And today and tomorrow afternoon after 4 p.m., in particular, 4 p.m., turn your thermostat up to 78 degrees or higher and avoid to the extent possible using any really large appliances.
2: Oh, the non-binary king of California. Hey, it's going to be hot today. If you guys could not run anything or do anything, uh, it would be fantastic. Maybe get one of those little plastic pools and sit in it. <laughs> it'd be awesome. Oh, goodness me. Climate change. It's a battle. It's a battle for money and power. And right now, fossil fuel is winning, but so are, well, Bad people. Case in point, remember when everybody said, uh, hey, Trump, you're an idiot, you know, for coming on out and saying, you know, now you guys, France and Germany, you guys are going to be beholden to uh, to Putin, right? You guys do this. You guys throw throwing everything in with this guy. You're going to be beholden to him, and he's going to eventually do something, and you're going to be in serious trouble. And it's like, oh, you're a so silly man. Silly, silly man. You know nothing, Trump. Oh, but wait a minute. Did you see what Gazprom did the other day? If you don't know who Gazprom is, it's their big gas company. It's one of the biggest companies in the world. It is a... Think of it like Exxon, Mobil, those kind of things. They did a two-minute video that they posted of Europe freezing because they've shut down the Nord Stream 2 and the pipeline for natural gas and everything that heads to Europe. They did a absolutely professional video this could you imagine Exxon doing that or that's what they did they got in bed the game got played by them and now what's happening their are run to green energy France has gotten off of 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 nuclear power as they slowly heading there Germany has completely got off and now now what are they doing oh what are
0: Mm, That's a good
8: question. In Europe, power plants are desperately trying to buy coal because wind energy hasn't performed. Europe has gone back to coal.
0: They're cranking up some of these old coal-fired power plants, and it's bad for the environment, it's bad for public health.
8: Germany had been a leader in renewable energy, but their reliance on wind and sun, plus their closing of nuclear plants, led to Germany not only burning more coal, but becoming more dependent on Russia. Oh
2: more dependent on russia going back to coal and looking around trying to figure out can we turn some of these and fire some of these nuclear plants back up or not take them offline because we're we're going to be screwed otherwise and the winter is here
0: by building up battery storage we can keep the lights on 24 7 with 100 percent renewable energy this is
6: a total fantasy which is why nobody has done it anywhere ever but they will uh, based on what? Technology. I mean, there's just no basis for this whatsoever. With
2: Elon Musk's best battery prices, it would cost multiples of global GDP to come up with this imaginary thing. Oh, but because, again, storage, right? It's the magic of it all. How do you store it? Uh, you produce it, but storing the energy, the power. That's, that's something science fictioning. Oh.
8: Yeah. Yeah. Adjust where we grow different crops, build dikes to hold water back like Collins has. Our
6: ability to master sea levels so far outweighs any conceivable sea level rise that we don't have to be worried about it in any existential way.
8: Global warming is a threat and fossil fuels make it worse. But until we have some miracle battery or some other amazing invention, we need fossil fuel. There are billions of people
6: who are poor and who will not become wealthy if they don't have low cost reliable energy and that's going to
2: require more fossil fuel not less absolutely 100 percent. and those countries out there that are trying to emerge from their third world status that that are or looking at famine it seems to be uh every decade and and who are going through you know just you know awful levels of poverty they're not going to say hey you know what we'll take a windmill and we'll, we'll take unreliable stuff. They're already living in unreliable stuff. They want to emerge. So it all sounds great. We could sit here and argue all day. It's great for the environment. But the, world, the world's not coming to an end. Nowhere in the, the intergovernmental panel of climate change BS in the UN is there anything that says the world's coming to end. There is no catastrophic event. There is none of that. People have been sold a bill of goods because fear sells. That's it. Fear sells. Last night I was driving and I was talking to my uncle and, I, and we were talking about you know the the fear of missing out, the fear of uh, you know of or or, or grief emotion. Emotion is the greatest sales tactic in the world. Practicality is boring. Emotion matters. That's why politicians get you emotional about things. Because they want you to send them money. So what do they do? They, 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 they gin up the base and they get you emotional. About whatever it is that they're doing. And the fear of you having something taken away. Or the fear of you missing out on something. And it's not because they have your uh, the betterment of mankind right in front of them. It's because they know they need money and they want to keep the power. So they're going to use all of that emotion and fear to get you to act. Because practicality, based on a lot of their stuff, you would just go, nah. 323-538-2423 3, 3, 3, at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us, text to program, Chad Benson Show.
0: This is the Chad Benson Show. thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson.
1: We have some very important news. Buckingham Palace has just announced that Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II has died. She was 96 years old. The Queen died just a few moments ago, the announcements at Balmoral. She was the longest reigning monarch in british history and the world's oldest head of state her eldest son and heir charles the former prince of wales is now the king
2: that's right long live the king uh, godspeed to the queen she is with her husband prince philip love story that was if you i mean they met i think originally when he was 13 she was eight Then they met again uh, when she was 13 and she knew that she was in love with him. And then by the time they were like, you know, he was in his, uh, you know, mid 20s, she was in her early 20s. They'd been riding back and forth. And and that's the way that that went. It was definitely one of those things. And they stayed married all the way till he passed earlier this year in April. He was uh, two months shy of his 100th birthday. She saw the Jubilee through the summer. And it was uh, you know, it's it's one of those days. I mean, here we are. I mean, a lot of people realize I mean, seventy years. Some of people understand that seventy years she reigned as queen.
5: For many people in Britain today, those moments where we celebrated her life, her incredible seventy years on the throne, are still very much front of mind today. We're still celebrating them now, but in a much more sombre way. Yeah. Yeah,
2: it is. Uh, you know, uh, people used to ask me, like, "What do we?" Because we don't have. I mean, our whole goal was to get away from the monarch, right? Our whole goal. We didn't want a king. We didn't want a king. That was our our thing here. We wanted no part of any of that. They asked uh, George Washington, "Are right, you want to be king?" He's like, "No, I don't want to be a king." You put together something here completely different to get away from something like that. I don't want to be king. And. That we don't quite get because you go to Europe and and Europe has, you know, you have no idea how many dukes and duchesses and and royal family members there are. And 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 but she stood above them all. And it's much different time. I mean, you go back to World War I, right? You know, you've got the, you've got, you, you've got many kings and queens and dukes and duchesses and, and you have all of these things that are going on. But on top of that, I mean, you go back to even World War II. I mean, the emperor of Japan, and for those of you guys who don't know, there are still princesses and king, The emperor of Japan, they didn't hear his voice until they surrendered because he was godlike. She survived all of that through Churchill, through World War II, through all of the things, the Cold War, Thatcher, the 80s and the 90s, the turmoil, the Princess Diana, all of those things, she did it with dignity. Uh, you know, people say, it was she beloved? She was absolutely beloved. Uh, her mother was maybe the most beloved of all of the royal family, if you will, but she was royalty. You know, they called her the Queen Mum because she was the mum, but it was her dad, who was the king who passed it on to her. By the way, Prince Charles is king. The moment that she passed, Prince Charles automatically became the king of England. And now it is, well, it is. it is, you know, I mean, think about all the things that, you know, she did. And getting through it, and, 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 her, and, her, and, her, and her mom as well, which was something, you know, her queen mom was so beloved, and her queen mom had one of the great quotes back in the day uh, during World War II. And they said to her, Queen Elizabeth's mother, you need to take Margaret, and you need to take Elizabeth, and you need to go to Canada. And she says, the girls will never go to Canada, because I will never go to Canada because the king, my husband, will never leave. And so they were very much beloved. And over the last, you know, people ask me, did they do anything? No, they're they're heads of state, right? They're heads of state and they are, uh, they use their influence in that way. That influence of the political side, that stuff's gone now. Her last quote-unquote official thing, which they still did, was this week, uh, Trust, the new Prime Minister, uh, she came to Balmoral, the the castle in Scotland, and the Queen gave her a blessing. That's kind of the last thing, because that's what you still have to go through uh, when it comes to the Prime Minister. You have to get a blessing from the monarch. Uh, now that'll be Charles's job. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three. 538 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. We'll have more on this throughout the show as we go. A lot of stuff as well to get to. We've had a Hillary sighing.
6: Oh, no. I did worry that by using the language saying many who support the former president are semi fascist or leaning toward it was divisive. I know you experienced when you used the term deplorables so quite a bit of backlash from the right. Do you think the president met the right tone or do you think that this was divisive and could have
8: been framed better? You know, I think he did a very important service to the country in giving the speech that he gave because too many people are not yet aware of how fragile our democracy is.
7: Mm.
2: Fear. Our democracy is not fragile. It's not going anywhere. We have a republic, not a democracy. The minute you have a democracy, a true democracy, where, you know, it's majority rule. You have people that will vote themselves all the stuff that they want. And so that's why we have a, a, a republic that is a representative democratic republic. And no, it is not. I repeat, it is not. Fragile and falling apart. It's tough. Comes with a responsibility. There is no doubt about that, kids. But the thought process that this is, is it, it, it we may not make it. This thing could fall apart at any time. You know, because January 6th, and because of, no, no, no
8: so many uh, threats of violence and and Mm -hmm. you know concerns that people are expressing about the country you know coming apart and all of that so i think he did a real service and the problem is if you go through the hallmarks of authoritarian regimes Mm -hmm. uh, you see too many characteristics unfortunately uh, on our republican side and my most fervent hope is that Republicans themselves will begin to reject all of that.
2: Both sides love to scream and yell, right? But last Thursday, president Biden got up there in that weird, whatever the hell it was backdrop with the glowing red and the dark and, and, you know, all it's missing is, is, is a giant black fist and a picture of Che Guevara. And he throws out all of this stuff and demonizes a group of people, not bringing us together, not talking about the things that matter, the things that people think about, the things that people worry about at night. No, no, he missed that part. The great uniter came out and, and hammers away at, at, at a group of people that you're continuing. And part of it is a brilliant move. By making sure that Trump is front and center and that he, uh, remember, when people say, is Trump the president? No, he's not. Biden's the president. Trump lost. Biden didn't win. So the brilliant move of keeping Trump in the forefront of stuff, but demonizing people mm, mm, and missing the opportunity to continue to have the momentum, which the Democrats have. New poll out. May. So a few months ago, Republicans, 12-point advantage going into midterms. Now, three points for the Democrats in the lead. 15-point switch around. If you're the Republicans, you need to get back on track talking about the things that matter to everyday,
3: exhausted majority of people. That's what you need to do. Last week, uh, President Biden gave a political speech, and then he lied to the American people and said it was a policy speech. If it had been a policy speech, he might have talked about some of the things that are keeping Americans awake at night. Never once did he say anything about inflation, gas, the border, crime, or our debt. Not a single word. No, the president shut his eyes to the pain that he has caused the American people. And then he looks down his nose at tens of millions of americans who go to work and pay their taxes and who are being hurt by an economy that the president himself has undermined yeah i i
2: just he missed the chance and you know it's funny that everybody screams you know this side's authoritarian that side both sides love to do that part of it is the the fear the emotion that is absolutely 100 percent uh you know a plan that they do all that being said biden dismissed the opportunity and i get it that he is pushing continually more and more things you don't think this ban and things going to be a big thing out there another one of trump's lackeys is in trouble and and look at all this stuff and and he is going to continue To 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 push that out there because he wants Trump on the ticket and Trump in many ways is look at all the people that he has helped get through the primaries that are currently behind in the general and what may be a nightmare for the Republicans is a recession slash inflation that we haven't seen in four decades and you not taking an advantage of it. So it's a brilliant move. But for the everyday average person, it's frustrating as hell because we're not getting things done that we need to get done. We went from being energy independent to not so much. We've seen inflation continue to rise and then stay steady. We have an immigration problem that is absolutely unacceptable there are so many things you could point at and yet you've allowed them to control the narrative and until you start steering it back to the lane that you want it at you're going to pay the price and if the republicans lose in november at a time when normally the cycle says hey the power and party loses seats because we as a nation are fickle, and we don't like having one party having that much power for that long. You'd still only have yourself to blame. 323-538-2423, 3, 3, 3, at Chad Message show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, do what's trending straight ahead, Rough Greens, ruffgreens.com slash Chad. So what is Rough Grains? Well, it is a supplement, VitaSmart. Can I have VitaSmart? It's a supplement you put on top of your dog's food, just like you. If you were taking a supplement, whether it's a pill or maybe it's a shake or something. But you just sprinkle on top of your dog's food. Think of it like a a nice little shake, right? You know, some seasoned salt kind of stuff. The dogs love it. But what it is, it's got vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369, all this incredible stuff. And it is amazing what it can do for your dog. My dog, Doodle, as you guys know, much older. uh, Love him to death. And I know his, he's on borrowed time, but that borrowed time has gone on for years past when we thought we were going to have to put him down. And it's all because of rough greens. I give it to him every single day for you know uh, in the morning, and I just sprinkle on top of his food. I didn't change anything else, and it's been awesome. It's helped with his hips. It's helped with his digestive system. He's no allergies, and he's got tons of energy. It's awesome. Try it, Doctor Dennis Black, naturopathic doctors put this together wants you to try it for free. And he's going to send you a bag. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. Ruffgreens.com slash Chad. Ruffgreens.com slash Chad. Ruffgreens.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show.
0: I am not a terrorist. I am not Antifa. I am not a sex slave that wears masks.
8: <gasps> Don't be a cutie pie.
0: Probably sit around and cook some soups and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and
8: sassy. You're my life, but You're
0: You're listening to The Chad Benson Show.
1: we have seen throughout Britain and around the world an overwhelming expression of sadness at Diana's death. We have all been trying in our different ways to cope. It is not easy to express a sense of loss since the initial shock is often succeeded by a mixture of other feelings, disbelief, incomprehension, anger, and concern for those who remain.
2: Ah, Queen Elizabeth talking about uh, Prince Diana's death. The speech uh, was more than well received, and there was a big riff. You know, I remember being over there when the whole thing happened with Di and Charles. And as we talk about the Queen's passing day at age ninety six, there was a you know Princess Di was beloved. She was the 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 royal to the people. In a lot of ways. Uh, Before that, I would I would say, you know, because, again, they're monarchs. That's the way they look at the royal bloodline, the whole nine yards. Princess Di was a little bit different. Right. You know, she was a bit of an outsider, uh, you know, Diana Spencer, and she was so beloved by the people. And it's a little bit like her mother. Right, the Queen Mom, the Queen Mum, if you will, she was beloved by the people. They loved her in in so many ways. But there is something about this. I mean, the Queen has passed away, and now Prince Charles is is the king. It happens automatically, and uh, it was just it, the whole way that this took place. With you know the the new Prime Minister this week, and and Queen Elizabeth giving her blessing to that, and PM Prime Minister Liz Truss talked about the the new king.
0: With the passing of the second Elizabethan age, we usher in a new era in the magnificent history of our great country, exactly as her majesty would have wished by saying the words, God save the king.
2: Uh, A lot of, you know, again, a lot of people, it's funny, producer Anthony hates Charles. (laughs) And uh, people asking me around here uh, is, is, is so what is Camilla? Well, she is automatically the queen. Now, there's no royal. She doesn't become the queen. Should something happen to Charles or step down, that goes to William. Something was happened to William. It does not go to Harry. It goes to George. And that's the way it works. It goes to William's kids first. But she is, in theory, the queen. So he's King Charles III, and she is queen. Oh, well, that's crazy, right? I am nothing. They have not given me a title at all. None. None. Have you ever met a royal? I have. I
4: actually have.
2: I met the... Because people don't know this. You have King Charles... You have Prince Andrew and then there's Edward below them. Ooh. 323-538-2423 3, 3, 3, at Chad Benson Show's your Twitter. It's the Chad Benson Show.
0: independent thoughts independent life this is chad benson
2: that's the economy stupid it is our economy's bizarre that's a good way to describe our economy. Jobs, jobs, jobs,
4: jobs. The Labor Department's advance figure for first-time unemployment filings fell 6,000 in the past week after the previous week's number also was revised downward. 222,000 people made their first claims for jobless benefits in the past week, bringing the total to 1.4 million, getting some help.
2: Again, we have lots of jobs. We have no jobs. We can't find work. We've got too much work. Uh, it, it, it's a weird... Economy. And you have two things happening, right, that's going on with the economy as far as, well, first of all, you've had the supply chain issues. That's That's been one of the big things. Then you've had the worker issues, right? Some don't want to come back to the office. Some do. Some have decided, I just don't want to work at all and they've got quiet quitting. New poll out says half of America's is is quiet quitting, which can be misleading.
6: Quiet quitting is a new name for an age old practice. Now they're saying half of people are thinking about quiet quitting. But if you look at a Gallup poll from before the pandemic, they did one shortly before the pandemic, about a year or so before looking at millennials and they found that 71% of millennials are not engaged in their work which is basically the same thing as quiet quitting
2: yeah now and there's different ways to look at quiet quitting okay so you have people that are just spending their days looking for other jobs right you have you have people that are spending their days uh just doing enough and no more like i'm not doing any more than that You pay me from 8 to 5, it's 501, so there will be nothing else. Then you have other people out there that are, you I'm here from 8 to 5, but I feel that you pay me 20% less than I'm worth so you get me from 8 to 2 working but I really don't care. And then after that, I'm going to do nothing. So there's all kinds of of, you know, variations of what quiet quitting is. And now you're getting quiet firing. It's funny, the Hill and the Huffington Post have both talked about this, right? So you're quiet quitting. Now the term quiet firing is is making the buzz. And the Hill, I like it. it, says, forget quiet quitting. Workplaces should focus on quiet firing. What the hell is that? quiet firing we know what firing is we know what quitting is you put quiet in there it's basically it's a bunch of passive aggressive ways to do something is what it is oh yeah kind of feels that way it's passive aggressiveness so what exactly is quiet firing so these are five signs We're going to give you right here. That you are being quietly fired from your job. All the while you're doing that, you're quietly quitting on them. First, your boss, MIA, for much-needed conversations. Not around. Potential indication of quiet firing is uh, when your boss avoids conversations with you. Your boss assigns opportunities to other Team members or people you work with that you want and that they know about. Your boss can't provide clarity on why your coworkers are getting raises and promotions while you're not. Oh. Even if they're there for career conversations, they really can't explain why they're moving up and you're not. You're placed on unreasonable performance improvement plans that you had no idea. The pip, right? Oh, the dreaded pip. Performance improvement plans. Oh! By the way, if you get put on a pip, uh, you're, you're done. That's when you should start quiet quitting. I was already quiet quitting. Now what do I do? Well, you have to speedy quit. <laughs> Make it loud. Loud quitting. What's loud quitting like? Was that the, when you, you scream? I'm mad as hell, I'm not taking it? That's what you need to do. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, finally, number five. Your job expectations, your workloads, they change without any input from you. Oh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's... Those are ways of passive-aggressively, because that's what we've gotten to. We've gotten to passive-aggressive ways of doing stuff. That's all these things are. Quiet quitting is passive-aggressively going...
0: I don't really want to do this job. It's not making my heart sing, and I'm not happy and fulfilled.
2: But I'm not going to say anything because I not want to hurt anybody's feelings, and I don't want somebody to yell at me. So I'm just going to sit here and do the bare minimum. And on the other side, the, the, the quiet fire is like, these people suck, and I want them all gone. <sighs> I'm going to make them do stuff quietly. I'm going to start to move things. Do you guys remember an office space? Where's my stapler? My stapler? get I find my stapler? Remember that? What did they do? They avoided conflict. Why? Because their problem was, is he was supposed to be let go. They just was a glitch, and they continued to pay him. That's why he continued to come into work. So rather than go, oh my God, there's a mistake. You know, we're supposed to let you go. Instead, what they do... They just fixed the glitch. (laughs) That's all they did. We fixed the glitch. That's passive aggressiveness. So there we are in this world now. We're at a place where we have too many jobs. We have two jobs for every people that are quote unquote unemployed or are seeking a job. On top of that, we have people that are quietly being fired all the while they're passively, aggressively, quietly quitting. I'm just all about the loud quitting and firing. <laughs> I think it's good every once in a great while to thin the herd in front of everybody else. You can't do that anymore, though. See, that's the thing you can't do, right? You, 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 there, there is no, there is none of that stuff. It's like now, it's like if you want to get rid of somebody. It, you know, like it's and we're not talking if you're working for, you know, a call center, you know, telemarketing thing or, you know, moving company that's, uh, you know, I mean, but, but if you're working in, in a big office. or You're working some of these things. We're talking about big corporations or any of this stuff. Now it's like, OK, got to put them on a pip. There's like 12 things we have to do. Uh, we have to have 48 meetings. It costs us an extra 50 grand. And then we're going to eventually have to pay them out so they don't sue us. It's crazy. I was talking to somebody yesterday who has done some firing, and we were on the subject of that, and he said, uh, uh, they, we asked, hey, you've heard about the guy, you know, one of the people he had let like, go oh, a long time ago. He's like, you know, uh, no. He goes, but I told him to reach out to me whenever, and that if he needed a reference, I would uh, give him. I'm like, wait a minute, you, you, you got rid of a guy? And you would totally be his reference, which is weird. You know, well, yeah, I don't want to, you know, him to think bad. I'm just like, oh my god, it's just so bizarre. So quiet quitting, quiet firing. You're gonna be uh, hearing a lot about this. <laughs> it's so funny. LinkedIn poll in August uh, defined quiet firing as management going years without giving a person a raise or promotions. Here's the thing: Did you ask for one? Always remember that too. No, I haven't asked for one. Well, then I have news for you. Like everything else, you're quietly not going to get a raise or promotion unless you let everybody know, as far as the powers that be, that you would like to, I don't know, get a raise or promotion. And most people nowadays, the raise that they get isn't from their company until it's, it's, uh until they've made noise and are either threatening to leave or leaving and then the, the magically the money shows up have you ever noticed that like like i'm watching golf right now like you know you guys know my love of golf beauty of competition is 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 it breeds opportunity and and success can come from that thing so right now, the PGA Tour and Live, which is the Saudi Arabian-backed uh, golf tour, that the, it's the Rogue Tour, and they're stealing all these players, and they're giving them all this money to come over and play in this tour. And the PGA is, is, is pissed about it. And they're angry. They're kicking all these guys out of the tour. And I laugh because all these guys on the PGA Tour now are like, those guys are heretics, and they're awful. And these guys that went over there, in particular, Phil Mickelson, said, Hey, look. PGA's got a crap ton of money. And we're getting, we're independent contractors, right? We're, we're, we're coming here, we're, we're fighting for our jobs every single week. And they're making gobs of cash. There's more money in the sport than ever before. And we're seeing a small percentage of it. Most of that's not from the PGA Tour in it itself. It's A lot of them from sponsors and stuff like that. And these guys are offering us a payday. They're taking care of all the stuff. They're doing all of these things. And, you know, again, it's Saudi Arabia. So take it for what it is. We know who they are, what they're about. 9-11, Khashoggi, we get it. Human rights. All of a sudden, magically, the PGA Tour finds all this money. And they're doing all the things that the Live Tour is doing now. For no cut tournaments and twenty million dollar purses and and we're gonna do this, that, and the other. We're gonna hand out all of this money and and all these guys are like, told you, look at all the stuff they're doing. They wouldn't have done that had it not been for the fact that somebody came to their house and offered somebody else a better deal. Force the hand. It's the same thing with a lot of people who get races. So I always ask if if you go across the street and they've offered you, fifty thousand dollars more and then you tell your company leaving and they're like well we can match that wait a minute I've asked you for a raise for the last six months and you see you no money over and over again and you threw little things out there like you work from home for a day or two this, this, this and the other but magically you find money now means it was there but that, oh well you know, again that's how a lot of people get raises now but you've got to let it be known. Quiet quitting, quiet firing. 323-538-2423 uh, 3, 3, 3, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter tweet, text. Love hearing from all of you. This portion of the show is sponsored by Better Help, 22% of Americans last year, adults sought out a therapist. Somebody to talk to. Think about that. And try getting into a therapist on a regular basis. You may be able to get a spot here and there, but getting in virtually impossible so better help comes along better help wants to show you there are great things you can do to change your thought pattern to 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 basically help you care for your mind and your brain and it's awesome it's online therapy it's helped my stepdaughter uh several listeners reached out and said you know it's been it's been a godsend because i couldn't get in to see anybody uh or my kid couldn't get in to see anybody I'm telling you the the online therapy thing is real. I mean we we've this is the technology in the world we live in. They offer several different ways to do it. First, video, second, phone, and third, a live chat only session. Maybe you're not ready to to talk to somebody or see somebody face to face, even if it's on a screen, and so they offer that. And way more affordable than in-person therapy. All you do is fill out an easy online questionnaire to be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Boom, you are Right now, save ten percent off your first month at BetterHelp.com/slash benson. That's ten percent off Better H E L P Help.com/slash benson. Ten percent off your first month. BetterHelp.com/slash benson. Chad Benson Show.
0: Serving up talk radio medium rare and dripping with irony, it's Chad Benson.
2: Mm. I was talking about the passive-aggressive world that people live in nowadays where everybody's afraid to, don't say anything, everybody's feelings, everything's based on feelings. Uh, Producer Phil, nature's not based on feelings. What will nature do to you? Nature will mess you up. Mess you up mess you up sometimes nature is it's scary but you survive case in point
0: this morning a brazilian man is alive after floating in a freezer in the atlantic ocean for 11 days romaldo rodriguez is a fisherman who planned a three-day fishing trip last month but when his boat sank off the coast of northern brazil he jumped into that floating cooler to stay alive and he says he didn't sleep during the almost two weeks out to sea he was scared because sharks were surrounding the freezer he said Finally, though, as you can see here, a group of fishermen pulled him to safety. So what got him through this? Rodriguez says it was thinking about family that gave him strength and hope.
2: And nature decided at that time not to do anything crazy. It was good. The nature can be funny. It can be. Case in point, the bear that likes, well, chocolate. Police arrive at a home after a bear had enjoyed a full meal there.
6: Hey, bear! Bear, get out of here, bear!
2: So the bear's listening the hungry black
6: bear broke into that California home over the weekend and apparently stayed for dinner and dessert.
8: Was standing there, turned around, looked at me, and I thought, that is not somebody in a costume. I flew upstairs, yelled for him, and I said, we have a bear in our house.
2: We have a bear in our house. And she she noticed right away. She was that quick. She said, hey, that's not a person in a costume. No, no, no. It ate.
8: Avocados I had on the counter. It ate the nectarines. It didn't eat the chocolate cake that you made? It ate half of it. Because oh <laughs> wow. the next day it came back into our trash and ate the rest of it. There you go. Funny. Haha. Then you
2: have nature messing you up. And boys and girls, how do you explain this guy? There is no subtlety in him. There is no <sighs> passiveness in him. Uh, Whatever just happened, happened, and he's just taking it for what it is.
0: Not the smartest decision a Florida boy can make. Eric Murda said on July 17th, he got lost in the woods at the Lake Manatee Fish Camp in Mayaka City. When he finally found the lake, he decided to swim across rather than walk around.
8: I look over and there's a gator on my right-hand side. So I went to swim. She got she got my forearm, so I grabbed her like this. Like, she's trying to roll, but she snapped her head, so, so my arm went backwards like this completely. He says he
0: fought for his life.
2: And she drug me under three times. She's already got my arm. Yeah. Now, by the way, in the interview, phenomenal interview, by the way. He is, uh... He's wearing a shirt that's a little bit too big for him. I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh And, uh... Yeah, just interesting. So so when we came up the third time, she finally did her
0: death roll and took off with my arm. And that's just where his story begins. Bones poking out, muscles. Eric Murda says he spent three days trying to find his way out.
2: You can't see anything. Everything's this tall. You know what I mean? Sometimes I I felt like I was walking in circles. I didn't know. So I started following the sun and power lines and stuff like that, things I could see. Yeah, he did. And then.
0: After three days in the swamp, he says he stumbled on a fence and a man on the other side. I say, hey, man, I need some help. He says, what are you doing? And I say, a gator got my arm. He says, holy smokes, man. Now he.
2: It's hilarious. And you got to see just the interview itself. Because he is so nonchalant. At the end, he's like, man, I see people throwing rocks and stuff at the gators. Don't do that.
1: Not,
2: don't throw rocks at gators. That's what he learned from this. <laughs> Florida, baby. Florida. Chad Benson Show.
0: This is the Chad Benson Show. thoughts independent life this is chad
1: benson
2: you know for all the talk of uh chaos craziness lunacy that we you know the reality tv show world that we live in uh i was reading this article uh it was a study new research 35 percent 35 percent of families in the united states who work full-time year-round, do not have enough money to cover the cost of basic needs, according to Brandeis University. Think about that. 35%. I thought to myself, wait, what? 35%, but, but you know, everything's so good. Everything's so great. Uh, settle down there. Is it good and great? Yeah, things are pretty good for some really good for others, Uh, people are okay, and then there are people that are struggling. Studies show 25% of white families, 23% of Asian and Pacific Islander families and uh, struggled. And then, of course, you get to to black and Hispanic families. More than half of full-time working black and Hispanic families cannot afford basic needs. And then I was looking at the the basic needs thing. And I'm like, where did they get this information? Because it says $11 an hour or more is what people need to make. Black and Hispanics would need to earn more than $12 an hour. Full-time work isn't enough. And I thought, my God, that is, that is like, there's a ton of jobs out there, right? I mean, I good jobs available. How is it that people aren't, you know, taking advantage of all of this stuff? Why aren't we hearing about this thing? How is it that 35% of Americans can't meet their basic needs? Well, first of all, stuff got expensive. There wasn't a lot of it. People with more money were able to make sure they got what they needed uh, as stuff got more and more expensive. But that is Shocking. And I'm like eleven dollars an hour. What is it? What does eleven bucks an hour get you? I'm curious. Where do you live that you can make? Well, I got to at least to make eleven dollars an hour to cover my basic needs. I have no idea. Somewhere very rural, I'm assuming. But it also goes to show you that we are best way to describe this. We're we're in a position here in this country. It's it's, it's amazing. It's the greatest country on earth. Our uh, you know our self-governance here the way that we've done stuff is incredible. the The reality is is there are some issues out there, but we don't focus on the issues right It's, it's all about you know what did Trump said Mira Lago and, and you know Hillary's out there everybody's screaming and yelling and and you know the, the, the speech from Biden a week ago and it's all reality TV. it is. it's it's all reality TV because that's what people pay attention to. The rest of it is, well, it's boring. You know, boring. The thing is, the boring stuff in life is what makes you successful. The boring stuff in life, and by that I mean the the work. The stuff you don't look at and you don't want to do. The you know the actual politics, the actual things that are done and passed, and the, the politicians you've never heard of because they've only got fourteen hundred followers on Twitter, and they've got their head down, and they look kind of disheveled, and they're going to work every day. Those people getting things through legislation, you know, uh, getting legislation through, and 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 those things are real. The other stuff is. It's the glamour, right? It's the AOCs and the Ted Cruz's and the Marco Rubios and the, the squad. And that stuff's not real. It's loud, you know. It's it's Donald Trump and the Twitter and screaming and yelling and and the fight that goes on there. It's the the media reacting to it. Doesn't play into your day to day life. It doesn't. It doesn't. People are struggling, right? People are trying to figure out how to put food on the table. People are trying to do the day-to-day base. This is the thing that that really binds us together is we're all trying to get to the same place, right? Having a home, right? Having a good life, taking care of our kids, giving them the things that that they need to make sure that we take care of them, you know, good schools. That's where we're all trying to go. But now we've made everything so personal that we've stopped paying attention to that. And we're more interested in the catfighting. John Barrasso, Wyoming Republican, talks about, hey, you know what? There's uh, Biden's mark on a lot of these speeches.
3: Last week, uh, President Biden gave a political speech, and then he lied to the American people and said it was a policy speech. If it had been a policy speech, he might have talked about some of the things that are keeping Americans awake at night. Never once did he say anything about inflation, gas, the border, crime, or our debt. Not a single word. No, the president shut his eyes to the pain that he has caused the American people. And then he looks down his nose at tens of millions of Americans who go to work and pay their taxes and who are being hurt by an economy that the president himself has undermined.
2: Yeah. There's something there to that. Absolutely. 100%. You have the opportunity. You want a night. You want to bring people together. And I get it. There's a battle going on between, you know, the Trump and the Republicans and him. And that is part of politics. Don't get me wrong. But. It's about us. Right. At the end of the day, we are the government. They're an extension of us. And when I look out there and I and I see a lot of people I know who are struggling, I see a lot of people I know who are trying to to make ends meet, who are picking up second jobs, who are who are doing, you know, a, a ton of stuff it, and just trying to get by, trying to, you know, get their kids to school to to do the things that they need to do to put food on their table. People don't want rhetoric. The average, the exhausted majority. Oh, sure, some of it's fun to talk about and you laugh about and you just think, oh, whatever, and you roll your eyes. But it, it is, when, when you think about what it is that that people want... And they care about the, the media. Will tell you it's it's all you care about is is climate change, and all you care about is is you know uh, choice, and and that's it. You know all these are the only things that matter. Wrong, wrong. At the end of the day, do you go to bed thinking oh choice? Do you go to bed thinking climate change? If you're 24 and you have zero responsibility, maybe. If you're 35
3: and you're trying to keep your lights on, probably not. People are struggling to pay their bills, to keep up, to make ends meet. People have had to cut back on lots of things in their lives. They've had to cut back on school supplies. They've had to cut back on back-to-school clothing for their kids. They feel pain every time they go to the gas station or the grocery store. The kitchen table is not full of food. It's full of a stack of bills and an empty checkbook. Food prices in the last year are up 13% across the United States. That's the fastest increase in food prices since 1979.
2: Those things matter. They
3: do. A lot
2: of the other stuff is noise. And again, you know, for if you're, you're a Trump fan, well, if Trump was in office, another stuff would happen. Some of it would have happened. You know, I don't think he was stopping Russia from doing what Russia was going to do. I don't think that, that that we we had gotten to the point where yes, some energy prices were already starting to rise because we had shut down a lot of facilities here or at least not us, but the the the, the businesses uh, the oil companies had because when there was COVID going on, the, the reality is, is uh, there was no reason to pump. Nobody was driving. But would it have been better? We'll never know. But If you think about what it is that you care about, is it so much of the noise? Is it the screaming? Is it the yelling? Have we dumbed down America that all that matters is reality television politics? Because if that's true, that's not good. That's not good. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. I do! Again, I am off tomorrow, so I'll let you guys know that. I uh, will be back on Monday taking a few—how uh, should I say this? Because I, I worked last week, even though it was my vacation, and I did a couple uh, uh, days. I said, I'm going to take another day. I want to spend some time for myself because, you know, if they can, I always tell this. Vacation—people always ask me, what do you want to do for vacation? Sometimes I don't want to do anything. Honestly. I just want to rest. That's it, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to spend four days traveling. I don't want to do anything. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a vacation. That sounds like me being stressed in another place. <laughs> so take tomorrow off, hang out with uh, Charlie and I going to do a golf day. Got a big, big plan there, do a little golf day. I said, Charlie last night, I said, Charlie, we're going to go golfing on Friday. She goes, OK, Dad, I'll be ready. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Could mean anything. And she always says, Dad, I want to go golfing. And you get out there about the third hole, she's like, I want to go home. 323 538 2423 at Chad Benton Show. It's your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. EdenPureDeals.com. Go there right now. Get the best air purifier around. Plug it straight into the wall. It's easy. It's out of the way. What I love about it is no filters to buy, and it absolutely eliminates all. All odors. It is not one of those things where it masks odors, right? Where it shoots a fragrance in the air and you're like, oh my goodness me, it smells better in here. I uh, might as well just get a spray can for that stuff. This is different. It destroys the odor. The Oxyleaf 2 Thunderstorm will make it smell, well, a little bit like a thunderstorm. It eliminates odors and that's what you want. No filters to buy, delivered right to you. A three-pack, you're going to save $200 by going to EdenPureDills.com and using code Chad three. That's Edenpuredeals.com. Use code Chad three. Edenpuredeals.com. Code Chad three. Touch a little bit on the iPhone. So they debuted something yesterday. I wasn't quite sure. Because they make these little changes that apparently people go, ooh. So we'll talk a bit about that. Plus what is quiet quitting? Speaking of work and Not having enough work and who is actually the quiet quitters. We'll talk about that as well. 323 538 2423 at Chad Benson Show. That's your Twitter. It is the Chad Benson Show.
0: You're listening to the Chad Benson Show.
5: Apple iPhones will work off the grid. When you're in an area without cell service or Wi-Fi, if you find yourself in an emergency, it will be able to connect to satellites to send text messages to 911 with your GPS coordinates to get rescued. The announcement made at the Apple event.
6: Emergency SOS via satellite.
5: Apple also unveiled an updated watch, AirPods Pro, and phones with better cameras, new sizes, and updated displays.
2: Yeah, so... uh Pretty much the same price. Nothing spectacular, I guess, uh, that was rolled out, you know. And it's funny. I was talking to Alex yesterday. who was at uh, the thing at Cupertino, which is where they're headquartered. And he was just like, you know, they don't come out anymore and, and, you know, and do that big thing. It's all recorded and there's music and and the whole nine yards. I'm like, eh, I go, was there anything exciting? He goes, and, and with the new safety thing, not only can it it – you know, if you're out in the middle of somewhere and something happens, that that it will it can make a call. If you're in an accident, it can totally usurp OnStar and make a call. You can also, the new watch, apparently, will uh, will tell you when you ovulated. It won't tell you if you're going to. It'll tell you when. <laughs> hey, remember that thing you wanted me to tell you? Yeah, I forgot, but I tell you now. I'm like, oh, that sounds like fun. That sounds like a lot of fun. That'll be a thousand dollars, please. <laughs> I don't. I am. Uh, look, uh, I'm not much of a. I always laugh. I, I, you know, Apple this or or you know or you or are you an Android? I'm a phone person. I don't care. I don't. I don't really. You know, I've I've got a. I don't even you know what the hell this is. A Samsung, a Galaxy? I couldn't. You know, one of those thingies. And. uh I don't know. I don't, it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't. I don't use 90 percent of the stuff that's on there. And not because uh, I'm, you know, an illiterate, uh, struggling person when it comes to, a, you know, a technophobe. It's quite the opposite. I just for my I, I do so much stuff with my my tablet or my PC and everything else. I just that's not my thing. And and I'm also not one of those people's like, I'm an Apple person. Right, it's Max, it's Apple, it's all of these things, or it's nothing. That's never been my thing either. I've used Apple products and they're good, and I've used uh, the other products, you know, that the open source, you know, uh, the Androids and things like that. Eh, To me, it's it's just convenience. Whatever's got the best deal. Well, I know for some people, this is all that matters, man. This is it. People wait in line for that, and I'm like, don't you guys have jobs? Don't you? No, they're too busy quiet quitting. Talk about that in a little bit. What the hell is quiet quitting? It's very, very, very bizarre. That's the world we live in now. Yeah, we we'll switch gears here. Again, uh, breaking news. Biggest story of the day. Biggest story of, uh, well, quite uh, a lot, I'm sure, for the next several days and weeks, especially throughout Europe. Uh, Queen Elizabeth passes away today, age 96. I think we'd all sign up for that, right? We'd all sign up for that in a heartbeat. 70 years she reigned. Her husband passed away earlier this year. He was two months shy of his 99th birthday, but uh, she continued to go on. In fact, she had stuff scheduled for today, and the doctors told her that she needed to cancel those things, and she did. And on top of that, they also called and said, you probably need to all get here and get around her, uh, because this is it. Uh, so she's passed away. The, the new King is, or the King Charles, the third reign has begun. What will he do? Will he be? Oh my goodness me. Is he going to be, no, he's just going to be the head of state. He's going to do the things that you're supposed to do as a King, which is your figurehead. You know, it's a queen. You're yes. You're the head of the state, but the reality is you are a figurehead. That's it. You're a figurehead. You move within the politics. Your influence in politics is very, very little. Uh, There isn't much that you do outside of the fact that you continue to bless whoever the next prime minister is. But outside of that, your influence is in a much different way. And it's about leading the country in a different way rather than politically. And that's something I think she did extremely well considering... uh, you know, you know, uh, kings and queens. We usually think they have all these powers. In many cases, uh, they're just—they uh, don't. They have the title. Saw, trust me, there's a lot of dukes and duchesses over there that got nothing more than title. Prince Philip, her husband, was Prince Philip of Greece and Denmark, but he had no title, he had no money. So a lot of people that prince, our prince here who passed away, he has probably more title and money than than they. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show, Twitter, tweet at us, text the program, Chad Benson Show.
5: chad benson show
0: independent thoughts independent life this is chad benson for us, they're
6: Americans, there is a sort of a, a more fairy tale take on things, which is, you know, this is a family, we're, we're the, the land of, of Walt Disney and Cinderella's Castle, and this is a family who embody much of the, the sparkle that sort of plays out in, in beloved fairy tales.
2: Yeah, yeah. You don't see the ugliness and the fightings and and all of that stuff with the royals. People always ask me, why do they still have royals? Let me tell you something. Part of it is pomp and circumstance, and it's part of just the heads of states. The other part of it is the fact that you're not flying 7,000 miles to see a castle that's empty. Trust me, there's plenty of them there the hope that there's a king or a queen or something like that, that is also part of it. I used to remember that, man. People would line up in front of Buckingham Palace and and Balmoral and Windsor and and all, because there's there's the hope that maybe, oh, the flag's up today. One of them is there. Queen Elizabeth passed today, age 96 years young. Said it earlier, I'll say it again, man. We'd all sign up for that, because she was in relatively good health. Again, she had stuff scheduled for today. Think about that for a second. She was working up until the end. Tweet at us if you want, at Chad Benson show three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three 538 23 california doing what they do you know hopes prayers wackiness lunacy uh they want everybody to know hey you know what guys uh we got a heat wave going on and it's 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 never been this hot well it was this hot and th- i've lived in california a vast majority of my life i live in arizona now it was hot this weekend uh I remember times when it got into the one-teens. You know, they broke a record in Northern California. It was 116. They broke a record from uh, – that was 115 in two, 1925. Oh, my God. Oh, what? But California being California, it's it's climate change, right? Because it's a great thing. And so, you know, they come out with this big – Hey, guess what, guys? We're going to get rid of everything, and we're going to make sure that everybody has electric cars. And we've been saying for how long on here, you guys – That's the dumbest thing in the world. You can't keep your power on now. You guys can't. You can't keep your power on now when it gets extreme, if you will, or warm, or there's just lots of usage. So would you expect everybody to get an electric car, and a few days afterwards you tell me, hey, you know what? Uh, If you guys could not plug your electric cars in, that'd be super. That would be uh, just super.
4: We recognize that we need to do more in terms of de-risking our transition to green energy. And don't think for a second uh, that we are not doing anything except accelerating. I mentioned what we're doing on permitting and procurement, accelerating that transition to low-carbon, renewable sources of energy. Yeah,
2: well, accelerating is fantastic. But here's the reality of it. It isn't happening tomorrow. It is not going to. It has been a mess since I was a kid in California. These are nothing new. We've had we used to call them brownouts, right? We used to call them. The, these have been not. This, this is nothing new. The noise is louder, but this is nothing new. And even when I was a kid, they, oh, they really need to fix the grid. They need to do some of these things. Uh, uh, you know, they, they got to do something, right? but they never fix the grid and it's always about well if we if we change this and get everybody to go electric we get it's never about maybe just maybe if we fix the problem which is our grid is 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 really antiquated and busted up and maybe if we modernized it we wouldn't be in this situation but they don't It's never about that. It's always about, well, if we did this, we got greener, we got more windmills, right? Oh, my God, what's over here? It's a box of hope. That should power everything.
4: California and many other Western states are experiencing simply unprecedented temperatures. In fact, this heat wave is on track to be both the hottest and the longest on record for the state and many parts of the West for the month of September. Californians, you've stepped up to help in a big way to keep the lights on so far. We're heading to the worst part of this heat wave, and the risk for outages is real and it's immediate. These triple digit temperatures throughout much of our state are, are leading, not surprisingly, to record demand on the energy grid.
2: Oh my god. Should we fix the grid? No. Let's not. Let's make it let's make us more dependent upon the grid. It's silliness, it's wackiness. It's California.
7: First, of all, it took us 40 years ago from coal and natural gas. These transitions don't take place overnight. We have a group of people in politics today who have really no sense of history. Democrats have to understand we cannot switch to a, which I think everyone would love a cleaner economy, a cleaner energy economy. I don't think anyone's against that. We can't get there overnight. We're posturally in a war in Europe right. because of energy. We've got to figure out how we get together on in understanding history. In recognizing that we all want the same thing, but we're not going to get there if we if we die now trying to get there. Yeah. Harold Ford Jr.
2: former rep in the House, Democrat. He's right. And why it matters for everybody else is because California is one of those places where it's seen as once they start to do something, the momentum for it to go is massive. It is. It's massive. But green is unreliable. Green itself is at times far more expensive. It is not something that we should do overnight. We're going to eventually have to do it. Well, when we get to the point where it's 70, 80, 90% and we're feeling it, that's one thing. When it's 9%, 12%, eh.
8: Energy prices going from record to record. Energy prices are doubling, tripling.
4: Straining the pocketbooks of
8: struggling American families. Worse, some places are running out of power. We could soon
4: see the worst worldwide energy crisis since the 1970s.
8: A big reason? The world's attempt to switch to cleaner, renewable energy.
4: We are going to get rid of
8: fossil fuels. We'll replace fossil fuels, we're told, with solar and wind power. We can't wait any longer.
2: Yeah, that all sounds great. Solar, wind, all of those things sound fantastic. Greener energy. Nuclear is always left out of it, even though it's the absolute best thing possible. We always leave nuclear out because we know how to dispose of it. Oh, but it, it's it's silly, but you want to try all these other things. They sound fantastic. Great green. Who doesn't want a greener energy? Who doesn't? Who doesn't want to keep our money at home and not give it to people who hate us? We can do that by drilling and drilling and being more energy independent, we could do those things
8: while we transition. We do like renewable energy.
0: You said you have solar panels on your rooftop? I do. How is that experience going for
8: you? Half the time they don't work. In the winter when the sun is low, I get nothing from them. Right. What kind of energy solution is that? Sunshine and wind are not always available. That's the problem with renewables. When you invest in them, you're not replacing coal plants. You're not replacing gas plants because at any given
6: time,
2: the sun can go near zero. Oh, yeah, yeah. How do we merge the two? A lot of talk about it. We're going to talk about it. I I want to get deeper into this, talk a bit more about this because I think we need to 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 understand that this is a nightmare right now. And we need to be in the forefront of clean energy absolutely at the same time we need to be in the forefront of taking the energy we have drilling for it doing the best we can for the environment while also keeping us moving forward oh and by the way green energy big business don't forget about that three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at chad benson show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Uh, R-U-F-F-Greens dot com slash Chad. The best things I've ever done for my dog. Uh, it's funny. My dog Doodle. His life is still going. My aunt asked me this weekend, how's Doodle? I said, still alive. And she goes, man. And they're like, still kicking? I said, he's doing great. And they said, you guys ever think about putting him down anymore? I said, no. I said, no, the reason's simple. It The quality of life is amazing. Doesn't see that well, but he eats great. He's happy. He's bouncy. He's got more energy than he's ever had. It is awesome. And the reason? Simple Rough Greens, the best, absolute best thing I've ever done for him. Supplement, it's got uh, vitamins, minerals, 20 digestive enzymes, tons of antioxidants, 15 powerful probiotics, omega oils, 100% natural, incredible. Sprinkle it on top of his food, boom. His energy levels through the roof. He doesn't itch. He doesn't scratch. He's got uh, just uh, the best, really the best attitude he's ever had over the last three, four years since we started giving him to us. And that's all because of Dr. Dennis Black. And right now, he wants to give you a jump start bag. It's a free bag of Rough Greens. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. They're not asking for anything other than that. RuffGreens.com. Go there. Cover the cost of shipping. A free bag for you. RoughGreens.com. RoughGreens.com. Slash Chad. We're going to talk more about this insanity. Uh, and Stossel, I think, lays it out pretty well as we try to transition from fossil fuels to green energy. How do we do it in a real way? And also, look at what happens when you become beholden to somebody. Think Russia. Discuss that straight ahead. Chad Benson Show.
0: The Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye.
2: We're excited about the challenge, and usually, you know, if you're in this game, one of the two teams has done something pretty special the previous year. We know that has nothing to do with it, but uh, I'm excited. It feels like it's come fast, um, but depending upon the type of day, that, you know, the time of day you asked me, I'd answer that differently. But I know this. I'm excited about watching our guys compete, watching them do the best, uh, you know, compete to the best of their abilities and play with a quieted mind, and, and let's go let it all hang out. You know what that is? Sean McVay. Do you know why he's talking? Because he is the coach of the world champion Los Angeles Rams talking NFL football and the reason is simple the NFL is back baby I'm excited pumped told my wife going to church on saturday night and then sunday Plopping down to watch a bevy of football games, you know what that means, all right? Every year, a little Pick'em Friday, Pick'em Friday, Chad, Pick'em Friday. What you got for us? I'll give you my picks. Start tonight's game: Bills taking on the Rams at home. Rams' last game at home happened to be the Super Bowl. Oh, that's right. That's right. But not tonight. Bills get a win tonight. I think the Rams have a lot of questions. I think they're still going to be a strong team, but I think a lot of people are worried about uh, Matt Stafford, his elbow. Was there some sort of injury? A lot of weird questions around that. Tonight, Bills. Oh, baby, yeah. All right, then let's move to the bevy of Sunday game, shall we? Week one, Eagles-Lions. Eagles, don't take the Lions, they're awful. I think we all know that. They're going to get a couple wins this year. They play hard, but the reality is they're not very good. 49ers, Bears. Not heard a lot about the 49ers this year. They got uh, uh, Trey Lance. I think it's going to be a decent game, but I think the 49ers get a win. Steelers begin a season without Ben Roethlisberger. Mitch Trubisky was named the captain. He's a former number one pick over there with the Bears. Flamed out, went to the Bills for a year. Now he's a Steeler. Doesn't matter. Bengals the kitties get a win. Patriots and Dolphins, I'm going Dolphins at home. <gasps> Browns Panthers <sighs> That's a tough game cuz uh well the Panthers are the Panthers. So there's that, right? You know, they traded and they got Darnold and they went out and they got uh uh Mayfield. Isn't it hilarious that the way that they all, you know, I mean, I just I look at this, and I'm going to go with the Panthers over this one. Colts, Texans. I am going Colts. Saints, Falcons. I don't even – I'm going to go Saints. I couldn't tell you anything outside of that. I don't think any of these teams would be great. Uh, Ravens, Jets, takes the Ravens. Commanders and Jaguars. Oh. It feels like it's always next year. There is always next year, but next year is next year. This year starts Sunday. I'm going with a win for the Commanders. I know. I mean, I think it's going to be a better year for the Jags, and uh, uh, I really do, but uh, this year I'm going to go start the year off with this Packers-Vikings. Oh, Chad, what a game. Packers and Vikings. Packers. Yeah, you know, it's uh, just... The controversy, the chaos, the wackiness—the reality is, is Aaron Rodgers is still arguably the best quarterback in the NFL, year in and year out. First ballot Hall of Famer, and I'm going with the Packers. Giants, Titans take the Titans. Raiders, Chargers take the Chargers. Chief, Cardinals will round out your Sunday afternoon games. Take the Chiefs at home to beat the Cards. Sunday night, Bucks Cowboys. Don't know what's going on with Giselle and Tom. Don't know what's going on with Tom. I'm going Cowboys. Monday night, Broncos, Seahawks. See the way they do that, right? Russell Wilson traded to, the, to, to the Broncos. Who do they open up with? Seahawks. There you go. It's the way it works. Take the Broncos in that one. Oh, man, I'm excited. Pumped. Last week was the first weekend of college football. I got pumped about that. This weekend you got the NFL full slate of games. It is on. It starts tonight. You got, the you know, uh, a real, just a bunch of good games this weekend. And some stinkers. And some stinkers. So the never too early to make a prediction for the Super Bowl. It's going to be interesting. We're going to, my local show. We're actually going to do a couple shows from Radio Row this year uh, for my local show, which I find to be rather hilarious. So uh, let me give you my, it's too early to make a pick, but I'm going to make a pick, Super Bowl prediction. Are you guys ready? I look around here, and in the NFC, I see a lot of good teams. Do we see a lot of great teams? Some good teams the end of the day though i think this year aaron Rodgers gets to that second super bowl i think this is the year that he gets there i think he's going to put them on his back if he has to and he's going to walk them there and and do if he has to become a wide receiver i think that's going to happen i think it is going to be uh uh just he he's I think the hunger's there and I think he's he the hunger's always there but I just something about this year I think he realizes that window is closing now over in the AFC I think the AFC championship game is going to be the Chargers and the Bills and I think Herbert gets it done and the Chargers go on to the Super Bowl and you have the Packers and the Chargers in the Super Bowl and you have the Chargers winning the Super Bowl <gasps> it's my prediction this year, people. So if you want to bet the house, feel free to do that. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Have a great, blessed, amazing weekend. I'm off tomorrow. Play a little golf with my little one, and uh, and do some relaxing. Craig will be in for me, and we'll be back at it Monday as we get ready for midterms and the chaos that is politics and whatnot in this country. Have a good one. Night night, Jack.
0: This is The Chad Benson Show.